You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast, official titles only. Please, I'm here with Chris. Thank you for the invite, Rob. I appreciate it. Great to be here. It's actually my first podcast. Well, you know what? It's my first time I've ever seen a mask hanging behind a person that looks like that. What in is that Medusa, but like a modified monster version? No, it's actually not a mask. It's a uh, um, full uh, fleshed out uh, Beholder from Dungeons and Dragons, it's a classic <laughs> monster. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, um, it's it's above my fireplace. Uh, this whole area here is uh, yeah, this is my uh, rec room, great room. Um, we do all our gaming here, video games, tabletop games. Um, you got a fireplace down here, a pool table. Pool table, uh, that's, that's, TV. that's every kid when they're trying to figure out what their man cave is going to be like, it has to be something like that. When I was a kid, it was, um, we had a, in our garage, we had a football stereo system, all that type of stuff set up like in the garage to open up a door, do tailgating, whatever you wanted outside, you know, have football games at the house, but there was a ping pong table and bro, it was the best like month and a half of my life. As long as we had that table until it got thrown out, I was like, I get it if you're married and someone's like, I want that pool table gone. But at the same time, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, I want fucking happiness, too. Like, I look at that like, maybe I'll, you know, I'll take a divorce over a pool table. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, no, I'm in a, uh, uh, I've been married to my wife for, let's see, it'll be 2002, 21. No, it'll be 19 years in December we're married uh i'm in a happy marriage um i really have no complaints i got two great kids um i do have a ping pong table down here too there you go that's why you got no complaints is because you're able to keep that thing yeah it's like my wife has her space upstairs and i have down here I, I never understood that people are like, yeah, I get the basement and then they're upset that they have the basement. I'm like, you want to have the basement, dude, the basement's where you can do all the loud stuff. I would hate to be on the floor level where my neighbors could look in. I would love to be underground where people can't find me. Yeah. We're, we're six, it's only six feet underground our basement, but we only have one neighbor. We just bought a, a new house here in Southern New Jersey. It's a nice wooded area. It's a corner property. We got like a half acre. It's privately fenced. We got an in-ground Olympic-sized swimming pool in the backyard. Hell yeah. Uh, got three dogs, uh, three cats. Uh, my my elderly father lives with us. I take care of him besides being a stay-at-home dad, as I mentioned to you before. And I work from home. So, um, you know, not to quote old school, but uh, living the dream here, I guess. <laughs> you say working from home. So what what's the work entitled? Because I think you're probably one of the first. I've had people that have dabbled in genealogy, but haven't really like gotten a full explanation on it. What's a when did you get started in genealogy, and how would you explain that? So I explain genealogy as looking at your. So genealogy and family history is a little a little different. Genealogy is more of 
knowing what your genetic background is, uh, your culture and ethnicities, and family history, I think is more of the carrying the stories that are written or uh, uh, oral legends um, and whatnot, and one person in the family recording it. So the family historian is more like the recorder, the scribe, and the genealogist uh, is more of like, where did we all come from? Like, did your family come from Italy? Yeah. Uh, what part of Italy? Uh, did it come from Ireland? Well, what part of Ireland? So I, I think there's a uh, a boundary between historian and genealogist. Um, and just so you know, my that it's more of a passion hobby. I'm trying to turn it into a side gig. Um, I'm helping out a lot of friends right now. I don't I don't really have any outside clients right now. So maybe someone who listens in the future will will approach me. You know, that's my hope. Well, it's an important um, thing is trying to figure out where you come from, whether it's from your genetics or whether it's just learning about your family history. I mean, I had talked to a, a fellow podcaster who um, studies samurai swords and how the heritage is basically that's just it's getting passed down in Japan. I mean, that's how people record their legacies to think that in the future, 100 years from now, kids are going to our kids or great grandkids, whatever, are going to be able to look at records of us talking or doing something and that be their records of history and stuff like that. I was like, that's why I hate the pseudonym things like trying to go by a pseudonym. You're like your, your family's not going to be able to look up old things of you not going to be able to look up things that you've done and stuff, which is good and bad depending on what you reveal but at the same time nobody gives a shit about like i have when my great-grandfather passed away nobody told me that he did nascar before it was nascar on like dirt tracks and shit i got that from a dream and then i asked my dad about it my dad's like oh yeah well we never really talked about it i'm like you understand if you don't teach stuff that even the goods the bads whatever you consider about your family history don't even write it down then it's going to be lost and then i'm going to be at the point where i ask my grandfather what was your grandfather like he goes i really never knew my grandfather i'm like so now there's a whole era a gap in a dna sequence where i don't know this person's life story it's a lot like assassin's creed the animus that memory's just locked i have no information on it and i have no way to get to it i can dig through photos and make my own interpretations but all recorded history is lost because you didn't teach me that before you passed the whole point of I think about these generations and stuff is not only to keep the bloodline going, but at the same time to pass on information to the next generation, to the next generation, learn your history, learn your roots, learn why I learned. I have a trait that runs in my family. I, it's the dumbest trait possible, but the trait, what is it? Me and my grandfather only have it. We have mm -hmm. poop times. That sounds ridiculous, but I was like always wondering, I was like, why exactly at two o'clock in the morning do I have to go to the bathroom like right that? And I, it just came up at a dinner. I was talking to my grandpa. I was like, do you ever have to, like when you go to the bathroom and then my grandma takes the words out of my mouth and goes, he has, he has poop times. And I look at him like you too. And he's like, you do too. And it was like this it's the dumbest thing to relate over. But he looked at me, he goes, do you ever just like, is it ever like this certain time for like a month and then like for two weeks it'll be a whole different time i'm like yeah throws my schedule off and he's like do you ever run to the bathroom and i was like 
whenever I have to go, it's that second. I got to run there. My grandma's like, that's the weirdest trait to have. People get their father's looks, get their like a certain hairstyle. You both have a poop time. And I'm like, that's fucking, we high fived and everything. It was like a fucking bonding moment. Cause my grandpa lives so far away. We never get to like interact a whole lot. So having that after not seeing each other for a while, it was like, that's where I get it from is you. He's like, yeah, it's a good thing to get. And I'm like, yeah, you can plan your whole fucking day out. You don't have to worry. It's always that one time. You could also have an excuse to, to stay up later because I, I go at 2 a.m. I'll stay up to three. There you go. See, but, you know, it's, it's things like <laughs> that's where my fascination of it came from. Like, what, what would you say your fascination like with learning family history and kind of digging into the history books a little bit to find out some things? So my father used to tell me stories about, obviously, his side of the family. And are we still connected? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. I saw something weird pop up on one of the icons. So anyway, um, he used to tell it's me stories. Probably me muting my mind. Oh, okay. And they just, I don't know, they sounded off or not filled in 100%. And that was part of the curiosity. And my mother, uh, before she passed away four and a half years ago, she used to tell me about like her, her aunt was a nun and I'm like, well, what else is there? Like, you're just telling me one thing about each person. And then I got to thinking that my paternal grandparents, my father's parents had an arranged marriage because my father said they were not affectionate towards one another. And I'm thinking, well, maybe it was just a generation. So I started on Ancestry I actually opened up an account in 2007 when my second son was born and I didn't do anything with it. And I finally, about two years after my mom died, I said, you know, I'm, I, I better do this. Something, I don't know, like a mental kick in the ass or something. And I have OCD, as I mentioned to you before. And once I started, I couldn't stop. And I found out that my father has a niece he never knew like she lives in Philadelphia, like a half hour from us. Um, I found out that my father's grandfather had a sibling, a sister, and they, she had 10 kids. And um, I found a few of my second cousins from that part of the family. So the fascination to answer your question was, I wanted to fill in gaps and know if these things were true. And by doing that, uh, I became obsessed. And isn't that scary though? Like imagine if you came across something like I have, I, I have the same fascination as you. I would want to know everything about my history, but I would be so afraid to come across like, oh my God, my great, great, great ancestor was the head commander for the Nazi army. It's like, <gasps> what the fuck like that's that would be the worst thing to uncover about your family but like you don't know what you could uncover you could uncover like my um i i took the ancestry thing.com i didn't have a good experience with it it was just trying to find people that all had the same last name as me and it was saying i was like my family came from ireland i was like i don't think so um but then like my mom she works at a radio station so they did an actual person came in and took blood samples and then got their blood actually tested and see exactly what they're from like three i'm three percent Nigerian um, there's a bit of like Ashkenazi Jew in there and I'm like 
it's crazy because if you look at my mom, you could be like, yeah, you're obviously might be a little bit Jewish. There's just certain facial structure that you have where it shows. But like then I don't show a lot of that stuff. But then also I'm British, German and all these things. I'm like, can I just have a fucking like time machine to be able to track my own lineage here? Because I would like to go back and see if like maybe I'm related to King Arthur. I would fucking I would. Hope to God somebody in all of my genetics has done one thing, even if it's make the fucking rotato, which peels potatoes. I don't give a shit. Just something that it feels like actually mattered at one point. You know, I, I would hate to be that one generation or that one bloodline that has literally just done nothing and flown under the radar. Like I, I, I want to make sure I think that's just because and that want that aspiration of wanting to do something has to come from somewhere. So someone in my yep. head had to do that. No, I agree. I, I think certain personality traits um, can be passed down. Uh, I have an extensive scientific uh, background. Uh, I have a degree in biomedical science uh, and associates in biology. And I've worked in, uh, I've done research science, medical research. I've worked in a lot of labs over the 20 plus years of my scientific career. And I think that helps with genealogy. One of the, you know, the detective part, wanting to find things out. And I have found a few things that were kind of strange or not unsettling, but were back then were pushed under the rug or whatever the expression is. Um, one of my father's second or third cousins, he, he went outside his race, which was unheard of a hundred years ago. Um, and had relations with a 15 year old, um, black girl and had a daughter. Her name's Eleanor and I haven't found a death record. So I've been looking for her. So um, you'll find things like that if you delve deeper. Um, God, dude, that's just that's just so fascinating to me. I would love if 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 I'm different than all my other family members, I want to find the one that's the most similar to me, like a great, great, great grandfather. And I knew if I would have had the mindset that somebody would be tracking me in the future, things that I did by trying to find records, I would go on a fuck spree. I know that sounds awful, but I would, I would throw it all off. I'd be like, he chopped his arm off in 1876. Like your great, your great, great grandfather was insane. Just he, he started a movement then decided to bail out. And I'm like, yep, that, I, I want to throw off the whole future generation of what that's why I look at my life now. Like who's going to track me in the future. I want to do some insane shit where I'm like fucking started a chipmunk farm. Then he raised <laughs> wolves and they didn't collide together. Well, and he started the plight of 2027 where wolves and chipmunks, there were chipmunks riding wolves, attacking people. And that'll be forever in our history books. I just want to see, I want, even if it's not going to be the best of lights where it's like, he was this innovator and said they're like he was a fucking psychopath that bred chipmunks to ride on wolves and it raised hell against the town where all the town had to gather up weapons and fight them. That's your great great grandpappy. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's that's an A plus in my book. Yeah, that would that would be interesting for your uh, you know, your future fifth cousin or second cousin to find or your great grandson or something. Um, I think what is different now, expounding on your, your, your comment just now is video. 
we didn't have video 60, 70, 80 years ago, you know, that we have now that we're on now. And, you know, even in the, the 90s and 80s, they had this, you know, the large camcorders that fit on your shoulder to record like, you know, uh, movie directors and whatnot. So I, I think this is going to affect genealogy three, four, five, ten generations down the road. Do you think and, it's going to create a bit of paranoia, though? Because like even though we're like people like me and other podcasters or just people that have a social media presence, if you put your mm -hmm. real self out there and you have a record that can be tracked, how much of that could be falsified later? I mean, we know Photoshop is super big. We know yeah, certain editing apps are certain. They, they could take any little bits and pieces of you and create disinformation that your future generations would look upon. Like you could think that your grandfather was some asshole based on segments they chopped up of you and then you later find out he's not and you spend so much time hating it's just like is it a good thing we have so much of a record or is it better to be written in text because it's easier to fuck with a video than it is when you're fucking with a history book or something i i agree with you um i don't know if it'll affect someone's psychological background in the future as far as being um uh, paranoid or um thinking that you know having a conspiracy theory about their own family member because you know as you said you know photo editing and whatnot uh it's a good thought i didn't think of that um i i try and look at it optimistically where it would help future genealogists you know you know if my sons have you know great grandkids they're gonna look it's gonna be like oh you know great 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 granddad uh, christopher you know he he was on this podcast with this guy rob and he talked about genealogy well that's a good thing but you know what if this video was photo edited who knows and you know i i'm i i look like a you know a complete idiot to my great great grandkids in the future i there's there's no way to know that unfortunately i, I, I it kind of scares me a bit because I believe at one point, like scholars, scholars were writing down in like textbooks or something, records and stuff for us to look at that we look at today, like certain like books through like 18th century style, Renaissance period, whatever you want to call it. They were writing something down. I guarantee you out of the hundred percent of people that were writing stuff down scholarly wise, there was 1% of those people that were like, I don't want to include this in there because I don't believe in this. And then that's information we don't have. Well, that 1% has now probably turned into the majority nowadays where people want to cancel things or people want to exclude things and it relates into like the bigger words of like what orwell said about censorship like you can't ban certain words because then you just change intelligence you change thought there are some words you shouldn't say but they should be taught not to say them you know what i mean they should be told why they're bad because cutting things out just because we don't agree with them then everyone has a perspective that they might not agree with. And the next thing you know, we're losing so much information for future generations. I think there's going to be future generations that look back on advertisements of 2020 and they're like, why the fuck was this year everybody wearing masks? Like, what the hell was happening? Even in the commercials, everybody's wearing masks. But it's going to be like a mulligan of a year. You know, people are going to look at things and you got to think, what am I doing today that's going to be remembered tomorrow? What am I going to do this and do that? And I think that's what,
the obsession with everyone nowadays to find, you know, study history or to look at histories. They're trying to find things that correlate to things that are going on today or trying to make an explanation of what's going on in their life or something like that, which I think is important because we're all searching for answers. I think everyone has a, a, a journey or mission to search for answers, but a lot of the times you can't find those things. You got to dig deep. That's why when you like, you see people hire genealogists or hire services to look up their family history because they want to know. And it's hard because somebody could find some information that could be true or could be false. And then it's given to you and you start running around like, you know, we invented Ford. It's like, I don't think so. Um, nope. No. It's that is the problem with genealogy itself. Um, one thing you can't argue with is DNA. Um, it's, you know, it is the human blueprint of life, uh, that's been around for millions of years. If you wanted to uh, ascribe to, uh, facts, um, I, I'm a true believer in, uh, human evolution and the archeological, um, evidence that's been found over thousands of years. Uh, whether it's in North America or South America or Australia, um, there's too much evidence to point that we did evolve over time. Um, I, I think to a certain degree, we are still evolving. And who knows that the technology we're using now could affect that, the way our brains work. Um, we're constantly in front of screens. Yeah, I think physically over the past couple of thousand years, we haven't really evolved a whole lot, uh, much of change, but mentally we have. Like even saying like 50 years ago, people are like, that's not a long time ago. It's like it was a long time ago. If you consider what we're thinking now, consider what we thought back then, there are certain things that now you know is bad, you know is wrong, but back then they had no clue. But physical adaptions, people always say like, I don't, I don't think that we have just because – maybe not using your gallbladder, maybe not using like certain things that are physical evolution that we have kind of surpassed, but people go, well, people are bigger than they were back in the day. Yeah. But that's like food wise. We didn't have food back in the day. Now we have so much food where people can eat till they're 300 pounds or do something. You know, that's why we have football players. So big, there's steroids. There's all these things that are, people are creatine things. We're learning about nutrition that make us this big. Now I think the average height back in the day was five, eight, but the average weight was like 120 pounds. And that was because they didn't have any food. They were starving all the time. So it's like uh, if you have a koi fish in a koi pond, depending on the size of your pond is the size the fish will grow because it's the room, enough room to survive, enough room. So, you know, you can let them get huge if you had a big pond, but they stay to a reasonable size so they can still have room to move and do basic functions. Same thing with human evolution. We have more food, so now we can grow bigger. We can grow stronger. We can consume more. No, I, I tend to agree with that. I think um, culture and, like you were saying, the physical environment can affect evolution to a point. Um, there's, a, there's a really good book I read uh, in my early 20s um, that I actually gave a copy to my older son. He's 16. Um, I actually have it here because I, I, if you don't mind me, Showing the book. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's by Richard Dawkins. It's called The Blind Watchmaker. I think I've heard of that. Have book. you ever heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of that. 
he also wrote the selfish gene which was before the blind watchmaker it it's basically the plot of the book is that there is no uh divine designer of evolution it's just nature itself as it plots along over eons um how we had how uh, organisms adapt and whatnot um Dawkins is a uh, staunch atheist uh, in his religious views, um, which kind of goes hand in hand with evolution in a sense. Although probably about 5% of scientists worldwide are um, religious folk. Um, but it's a good book. Um, I recommend it to anyone who wants to learn about evolution and more about DNA. Well, the, the one um, answer he uses. That's... Well, the one answer that's really never explained throughout, uh, at least in scientific research, is why the human species is the one species in the past 200,000 years that have, has evolved faster than any other species. You know, why are we so special? Why is what's why is our brain, you know, doubled in size? Why is our brain is completely our whole organism material aspect of things has changed and they've wondered what that was and uh, theories will get tossed out about aliens and now with this new covid bill that's being passed i think it just got passed the other day in february it's supposed to take effect in march was this idea that they're going to release all alien intelligence and they're not even hiding anymore they're just straight up telling you alien intelligence alien. they did that in january but a lot of the stuff was redacted but now they're being more open about a lot of stuff they're not going to release it all but an aspect of my theory was imagine if you had four planets and you're aliens sitting in a room. You have a little test tube of a couple little organisms. You just drop it on a planet and watch it grow into something. And I think that's eventually what happened with them. And they watch, they, let's say they drop it on four planets. They drop it on planet one, planet two, planet three, planet four. Planet one and two and three, all the organisms died. They couldn't survive. But then on Earth, our organism grows and evolves and they've just been watching us. And I think that's why, like, they, to think we're the only ones in the universe is a dumb thing, but also the perspective of God, whatever everybody wants to go towards. I just look at it like DNA editing, whatever you want to say. Tracking DNA is something that is very, very remarkable that we can do, but it makes it very difficult, especially with the idea of CRISPR, being able to take out certain genetic codes and certain things. Sometimes those genetic codes can link to your ancestors. So you could actually be cutting off a whole historic timeline where Oh, you're that's why doctors ask you, is there a, a risk of this in your family? Is this known to your family? Are you prone to this? Are you prone to that? Has anybody in your family had this? The reason why you don't want to delete those genes, as horrible as it might sound saying that, it's because they can track you through your history of your family that way too, to know where you came from if your family doesn't have a log. And sadly, the majority of people today don't really care to, about their history that much. You know, I think. When you're a kid, you have questions, but then a lot of time, especially with the age that people are having kids now, parents are way too busy. My parents were way too busy. You know, they were like, oh, I'll, I'll tell you when you get older. I'll tell you when you get older. Well, I don't remember those questions now, and I don't have a chance to ask. You know what I mean? It's this aspect of you want to always – it's why our grandparents have a huge responsibility of letting the younger generation know because it's like skipping a generation. You, some kids aren't – you're not going to be able to tell your kids about your history. You have to tell their grandkids because they're the ones that are interested in someone they, they never see, which is their grandpappy or someone that's like a special occasion. You know, they see their parents every day, hopefully. So it's like they don't have questions for their parents besides like, why is the sky blue? Or why like stuff that they see with them? No, I agree with you. Um, uh, if you don't mind me um, 
replying to the alien part first and then i'll reply yeah, to the, yeah, go the ahead. family part um probably ages 15 to about 28 or so big big believer in alien life um not as much but i do agree that it's narrow-minded and uh ignorant to think that we're the only organisms um like ourselves in the universe uh the universe is constantly from what i understand the basics of the universe it's constantly expanding and retracting and whatnot and it's almost like a living organism in itself um as far as your your family comment um interesting that i always listen to my mother's mother when she spoke about the family and then when i started doing genealogy on her side she was one of 11 my grandmother and I've found every single one of them and I found half of their pictures. I also found one of my grandmother's sisters, one of the older ones, Anna, she had a daughter and I talk with her probably every few months. She's 92. So I found out a lot about that side of the family. Um, so like you were saying, you, you do need parents do need to say hey this is where you come from or this is what at least what i was told by you know my father so i whenever i discover something online i share it with my sons and photos i found um i've either printed them out on you know actual photograph paper or they were given to me by cousins and um bought a um a cabinet like a i guess it's like a curio cabinet like glass where you can see in and a light above it and we have family photos in it so whenever my kids walk by to their bedrooms they can see oh well this is what my my maternal great-grandparents family look like so there's always a reminder that um unlike our generation, my generation and yours, um, we didn't have that. We don't have, most people don't have that, their parents telling them those things. Like you said, it's from grandparents. Um, and having like and a replica too, like it was funny. I had one friend in school, best friend, like for most of my childhood. And even now we're still kind of close, but my other friend, they both were like, I'm the ancestor or I'm the whatever of Robert E. Lee. And I was like, what? Like nowadays that you can't say that shit because that's, that's not as good as it was back in the day. It wasn't as fascinating. Correct. But I looked at yeah. it. I was like, wow, like you have his knife and everything. And it turns out these two guys were long lost cousins. Like we grew up in the same town. They were both friends of mine. They never, they weren't friends, but me, I was friends with one of them and then friends with the other one. So then I was like, you guys keep telling me you guys are both related to Robert E. Lee. So like, what and it turns out like they had an ancestor in common and like apparently they had uh, they're like long lost cousins in some way i don't know the twice removed type thing but it was interesting that that all happened and you start to learn about a little bit more about your history and i'm like no matter if your history was good no matter if your history was horrible you need to know exactly where it comes from because it is a part of you it's going to be able to explain more about yourself than you'll ever uncover in the future times or something like that you know you can have an event that tells you what you want to be in life but there's also a record in history that's showing you certain things about yourself that you might never even know you were interested in being a fucking ship worker or something like that that was based in your heritage 
I agree. Um, genealogy slash family history and, do, and getting your DNA analyzed, uh, the genome, um, it's kind of like my, my family example with the gentleman going outside as a race 100 years ago that was unheard of also having offspring um, with said relations. Um, a good example is my, it kind of left me now, I'm trying to retract in my, my mind right now. My wife's, I also do my wife's uh, side because it's part of my, my son, um, both of them obviously. Uh, her maternal side it, were slave owners. And I've tracked down actually some of the first names of the slaves that were owned by her family. That's bizarre. I can see the look on your face right now. It's bizarre. Um, so I actually joined a bunch of um, Twitter genealogy groups where a lot of African-Americans are looking for their families. And I said, you know, if you ever need help, I'll, you know, come to me because I found these these slave names so to help them with trying to put their their families together um there was a there was a word for them back then um the the white elitist high class um obviously mostly men back then uh slave owners they were called planters like planters peanuts yeah and i fucking knew planters peanuts was some illuminati shit bro <laughs> i see that that, that peanut. i'm like first of all he's pro eating his own people that's cannibalism on another level right there yeah that's that's the red first red flag um so my my wife's side you were talking about not being able to separate yourself from your family history good or bad 90 percent of her family uh were part of the confederacy I have their records. I have uh, their payroll records, what they were, their ranks in the Civil War. I have a couple of photos. Um, where did you get that? It's where crazy, did you, where man. Where did you get that? Did she, they have it kept or something? Or where did you find that? Because like, I'm looking to be able to do whatever or something. So what happens is when you look on a major genealogical database like Ancestry or MyHeritage or 23andMe, uh, there's an algorithm that when you put in a surname, a search a surname, so a last name, um, a whole bunch of shit will pop up. And you basically have to, you're basically a family slash genetic detective. You have to piece these things together. And in the beginning, it can feel very overwhelming. I've been doing it'll be three years in June. I've been doing it almost daily. I think I've gone maybe three days in a row where I haven't done any research. And you basically, you know, off camera, if you ever need any, if you decide to delve into this and you want some tips and tricks, I can, you know, I just want to know where I come you. from, bro. I'm telling you, man, because I'm looking. Through, <laughs> I have I have mixed results on everything. I'm like, I want to know the actual dates in history. I feel like I'm a someone in my family was a pirate at one point. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad. I just, there's too much stuff. Like I love the sea. I love all these types of things. There's something in there. I have a fascination with ancient Greece. I'm like, I, I would love to know a little bit more. I think everyone should know more about their family. Like my cousin, for instance, he was, um, he was like my ninth episode. He's my long lost cousin. My grandma had four kids. One died of cancer at the age of 20. 
So we didn't know he had a kid. So a guy shows up at my doorstep on Christmas day, 30 something years old. We knew about him like a couple of years prior, but he goes, Hey, I'm your cousin. It's nice to meet you. I'm like, hold, I'm like, uh, hang on. Let's, I was like, before we even get to know each other, let's shoot a podcast. Cause I was getting super into it. And then that's our, that whole episode of mine is just me learning about him fueled on coffee and crab or uh, shrimp. You know, we're just talking. I'm asking him, he's adopted. I was like, what was that like? Did you ever have the curiosity to want to know who your family was? He goes, yeah. But at the same time, I still knew that family too. You know, I picked up things from them and everything. Then it was so interesting to talk to. I was like, there's always that fascination of wanting to know where you come from, even if it's not wanting to know your immediate parents, but wanting to know the history of whoever is raising you, whoever you're evolved around or something like that. It's just, just this inner interest of knowing more knowledge about where you're coming from. No, I agree with you. It's um, you can still do family research, uh, history, genealogy without getting your DNA analyzed. So part of the DNA analysis is getting matched up with other people who are on the same database that have part of segments of their chromosomes that are the same as yours. So you might get three parts that are same or five parts. And the, each database, um, DNA headquarters uh, website, they let you know roughly if you're a first cousin based on the sequence, a second cousin or third to fifth, or some such as my heritage will, I think they're first, second, and then third to fifth, and then distant. That dude, so beyond fifth. those, those second remove third, fourth, fifth. I get so confused. I'm like, are we related or no? Like, what's the what's what? Let's blood shake and let's see if our, that blood oath, if our blood looks the exact same color. If it looks different, you might be O positive. <laughs> I'm O negative. You know what I mean? Right. Um. So, a first cousin is, say, you have a, a sibling. And or no, that's that's a bad example. Uh, like, as I met my second cousin at my grandma's, my great grandma's funeral, she, my mm -hmm. great grandma had three sisters, and it was one of the sisters' grandsons that was my dad's cousin, but then my second cousin. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I just wish I had the family <laughs> tree like in Harry Potter where it's painted on the wall. Where yes. Me. I don't have that, but I know people that have made that. I'm like, we need this logged like ancestry.com, except ancestry.com is just relating me to anybody with the same last name. It wasn't helping me. I'm like, I know for a fact my, I wasn't a whatever my great, 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 great grandpappy wasn't a third league boxer in Ireland. I know for a fact that's not true, um, but it was. How, not, do, how do you know that, Rob? Cause I, that's, that's impossible. That's impossible. My grandfather might be six, five and might've boxed at one point, but not my great, 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 great grandfather was some famous boxer in freaking Ireland. I just, I can't believe that. Cause one side of me is telling me I'm Nigerian. And then this thing is telling me I'm from Ireland. I'm like, that's two conflicting personalities right there. That is basically albino and then the opposite of that it doesn't make sense i was looking at it like i think you're just giving me the same last name as me okay i i have a theory that has some a little bit of scientific fact to it so you're three percent nigerian 
my wife has 1% in her genetic background. So my theory is because I know her family were slave owners. Do you see where I'm going with that? I am, but you know what I think it might be? I think maybe my whole bloodline super far back was all Nigerian, and then they banged a white person, and then that's what happened. <laughs> that is also possible because we know that human evolution started in Africa. Um, we branched off over the super con- uh, you know, uh, post-supercontinent. Um, Pangea, baby, Pangea. That's right. Um, I I suggest you maybe look um, at it again without using the DNA analysis, <laughs> just using the records you can find. Just think in the future, 10 years from now, 20, 30, let's say 40 years from now, future generations of our kids are going to be looking at 2002, 2006 photos of us on Facebook in Tahiti. Just fucking yep. dumb vacation stuff like that, where it's like, remember that 2004 photo you took at the Office Christmas party? That's the records. Why don't I would love to have something like I wish they would create a movie, like a disc. Like, here's the disc of your family from now to when the, your bloodline first started. Like, who's to say that someone didn't just branch off and then switch their last name and create a last name like my last name? And then that's now that bloodline. You know what I mean? It's the, still the same thing. They went by an original name and a different name. No, that that is that could be, you know, create a conundrum of uh, DNA background analysis. Um, the, genetics wise, um, you can take your basic DNA collection kit from like Ancestry or 23andMe, and there's um, other kits that actually analyze what is called your Y DNA and your mitochondrial DNA. So your mitochondrial DNA comes from your maternal side, your mother. And your Y DNA, which never changes from generation to generation, comes from your father's side. So basically, if you get a Y DNA kit, which I plan on doing actually soon, you can theoretically, or more than theoretically, find out if you come from you know the egyptian pharaohs for example Where that's how you, far back you can go who would you want to be related to if you could look super far back who would what would you like want to know would you want to know like you were related to egyptians would you want to know that you were related to some dynasty in china uh some question. barbarians Oof, that's yeah, that's some Dungeons and Dragons sounding stuff right there. Yeah, I like that. Uh, um, you were related to fucking Conan, man. That would be awesome. I'd be happy. <laughs> I'd be I'd be happy for you if you were related to Conan. That would be cool. Um, historical figures. Um, I, I'm not one for like being famous or celebrity, um, but it'd be cool if I was related to someone who had this like uh what's his face uh the guy who used um in egyptian times uh antimicrobials like honey i think i think it was imutep who used those um to try and save people's lives and heal their wounds you know two three thousand years ago i think i have his name right 
I would like to be related to Robert Liston if we're going to talk medical wise. He was the only surgeon with a three hundred percent kill rate. <laughs> That's fucking that, that, awesome. That, it sounds like an anti-hero. <laughs> He's a he was a good guy, but back then they didn't. You know, if you get your leg chopped off, you're kind of dying. They don't really have yeah. the medical thing down yet, but he killed three people in yeah. one surgery. So I was like, bro, you shot above and beyond where you're supposed to go. Thousand percent, man. So it was 300 percent. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, if you're you, you want to be uh, technical with the math, um, who would you want to be related to? I have a deep, deep, deep feeling in my gut that it's going to be Tom Holland is what I know I'm related to. People say I look like, but I would have to say, I would love to be related to imagine JFK, bro. Imagine that man. Oh my God. Wow. Kennedy's. I would have to have some type of slut in my background though. So I wouldn't, I don't think it's me. So you, so you're thinking maybe, um, Marilyn Monroe kind of stuff going on there. No, I hope I don't have. Yeah. I, we have the same ass. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be related to someone like I don't know. It have to be way, 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 way back in the day. I someone important or someone that did something because I, I, I just that gene, that aspiration of wanting to become something comes from somewhere, and it would mean that if I have that, that's it might be instilled onto me. But at the same time, it's not even about being really remembered, but just doing something that's, you know, with some enthusiasm or some confidence in it that could change something. You know what I mean? It's just like a Martin Luther King type. I'm not saying I did a movement like that, but saying right. something like in my genetics that has the aspiration to want to do something to help or something in my history. So I'm like, there has to be someone in there that like joined a fucking Peace Corps or something like sat down with Gandhi, gave him a final piece of bread. I don't know. <laughs> list me a list supper last you want to be is like you just want to live your life fucking playing the same routine over and over again you want to add some flavor to it you know so it's not like well Variety. we logged him from his 20s and then to his 60s is the only record we really have the whole gap in between that he was just doing the same thing every day i'm like fuck somebody's from up in heaven or whatever watching me like family members like get up and do something i'm like i'm fucking trying man Pan <laughs> pandemic and shit you're doing, you're doing something important you're you're interviewing people uh that are into different things and we're actually talking about you know genealogy so that is important i'm, I'm hoping that at least in my opinion future records will re re look at this and be like yes these guys holy shit what is that behind that one dude's head it's a giant <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what they're gonna say <laughs> uh so what, what what made you want to do podcasting? I have mentioned thing? it way too many times. I will tell you off here, okay. just for the viewers. But um, dude, it's it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. I really like what you're doing out there with this stuff too. And you said, I know you said this isn't like your full job and it's kind of like a side project type thing, but you have a passion for it. And I think it's always going to be yep. something that's needed. I mean, even though museums, for instance, people are complaining that museums aren't going to be around anymore. 
there's always going to be information that needs to be stored somewhere for people to look at. If that switches over to a digital archive, it still needs to be preserved. It's the same thing with our history. Even though people are digging up the past and kind of not doing the best with the information that they find right now with it, it's still something that's always going to be needed because people always have the, I guess, instinct of wanting to know where they come from. I agree with you, sir. Totally. So where can uh, people find um, your page, for instance? Is it just Twitter? Do you want to, you have a site that they can go to? I haven't created a website. Um, it's on my to-do list. Um, so the Twitter account is um, Days Gone By Genealogy. Uh, I have an Instagram with the same name. Um, I post, you know, family history, politics, uh, scientific discoveries, um, pretty much anything. Uh, family stuff. Um, so eventually, you know, hopefully I'll pick up a couple, you know, non, non-friend clients um, to help them out. That's, that's what it's all about. It's the, the adrenaline rush, um, finding something or being on the trail of something to help someone out um, is why I do it. So, um, but unfortunately not, not a website right now, but hopefully soon. Well, I'll make sure I link your Twitter and everything um, link-wise in the description. And thank you for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank Podcast.